Not just the cops, but the homies you gotta watch. The moon is full, look at the dark cloud. Sitting in my scraper watching Oakland going wild, ta da I don't bump mainstream, I knock underground. All that other sh sugar coated and watered down. I'm from the bay where we hyphy and go dump. From the soil where them rappers be getting they lingo from. Good evening to everyone. It is your boy Eric That Boy Media, and this episode was previously recorded. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode as much as I did. Please make sure to like, subscribe, and comment on my YouTube channel at That Boy Media TV and Media. Make sure to check me out on Instagram, That Boy Media Productions. Streaming online at www.kgpc969.org. .org. So today we salute a pioneer for desegregation in United States schools, Sylvia Mendez. She was born in Santa Ana, California in 1936, a time when Hispanics were restricted to Mexican schools, so-called, when she was eight. Her family wanted her to have access to the superior education at the so-called white schools, uh, whites-only schools, actually. So they sued the Orange County School District. After years of litigation, they won the case, and she became the first Hispanic to enroll in a whites-only school. The victory helped pave the way for the landmark Brown v. the Board of Education case less than 10 years later. In 2011, President Obama awarded Sylvia the highest civilian honor, the Presidential Medal of Freedom. Yeah. Yeah. It's important. It's important for folks to know that many, many people went into the struggle yeah. of America, yeah. you know, because sometimes you read a book or you see a movie. We talked about this a couple days yeah. ago. And sometimes you look at old movies and you think, were we here? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, where were we when this right. was going on? Yeah. So now it's we're starting to hear more about all the, all the Americans that went into making America a better place. What's up, Eric? What's up, Tristan? What's going on? Jalen, nice to meet you, Jalen. Like I said, he has a whole podcast where he talks about different topics. I recommend checking it out. Thank you, I appreciate that. For you. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually scrolling on Facebook and I happened to see somebody share a story about her and it was just before Blacks were integrated into schools. She was right before that, that law for Hispanic kids to be integrated into schools. <laughs> and she, her family actually was a part of them turning that decision. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's her name. Her family was, was helpful for them to overturn that, that law so Hispanic kids could integrate into in white schools. And I think that made it easier for black kids to be integrated into white schools. So she mm -hmm. kind of paved the way, but I would have never learned that in school. Yeah. School education system is just tailor made to white people's history, basically. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. Because I never learned anything about Native Americans. I'm Native American. Mm -hmm. They just, they tell you about some parts like 
trail of tears and all that other stuff. Anything that's negative, they towards, teach you. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's basically what always, it is. always like how uh, Christopher Columbus <laughs> discovered America. Like that was like the biggest lie that they told in textbooks, and he mm -hmm. didn't discover anything. It's none of my business. It's none of my business. People of color was already here. Exactly. So people from where they were originally from, and you put us here, and then you're gonna sit there and say you discovered yeah. America? That makes no sense. That makes know. no sense. We've been taught Thanksgiving about turkeys and all of this kind of stuff, but no one wants to talk about the real reason behind Black Friday and the real reason behind Thanksgiving. If I'm being honest, like me personally, like me and my family, like we, we still like, we like eat and get together on Thanksgiving, but we mm -hmm. don't celebrate Thanksgiving. You will never see anything like decorations or anything mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. Cause just the past about that holiday and all that, like mm -hmm. what Christopher Columbus did to our people, like yeah, that, that just doesn't sit right with us. And I feel like, yeah, the school system should definitely like, definitely teach us about that. But it's That's a bit thing that all those white people is, is yeah. They're gonna get offended because yeah. they don't yeah. want to hear the truth. I remember I was I was looking at a uh, a news clip how they were trying to say that slavery was nice and clean. You done lost your damn mind. When you get your damn mind, you call me. Everybody oh. to slavery, and it's just like no, that's not how it happened. That's not how it happened. Okay. You know, and it, that, that's an insult. It's really mm -hmm. insulting that they would put that in textbooks, try, try to rewrite the history in textbooks about how it was so nice and it was so peaceful. It was not. It was terrible. It was horrible. It was, I can't imagine my ancestors just going through stuff like that, you know? It's, it's something to, it's rewriting so you don't have to address it. If you can move mm -hmm. the blame, widen the blame so you lighten the load of just the acknowledgement that you have to really acknowledge teaching that these kids and these next generations then it's like they don't want to do that and it's people it's just it's people higher up people in power that have these connections to these set families from those set times that don't want to sit there and say yes my my set ancestors partook in this yes well, I like i would have to apologize on their behalf they don't want to accept the fact that you like just say that it happened this is how it happened no sugarcoating mm -hmm. or nothing because mm -hmm. like if you look in slavery and like even like deeper than that and deeper than like the surface level of it it was just up Florida Board of Education passed a rule banning critical race theory in public schools. The governor says history classes should not be changed and CRT is not worth one cent of taxpayer money. We've got to have an education system uh, that is preferring facts over narratives. A local activist in favor of critical race theory spoke in the meeting and a demonstration broke out. Republicans say critical race theory creates division and makes students feel bad about the color of their skin. Baby, get off my phone! I'm just Bye. saying it ain't nothing Bye. you can do. They also say important topics like equality and civil rights are already being taught in schools. Allow teachers to teach the truth. Your time is up. Thank you. Allow teachers to teach the truth. Allow teachers to teach. Period. 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 Florida's Board of Education adopted a rule 
banning critical race theory from being taught in public schools. The rule also specifies how American history should be taught. So what is critical race theory? Critical race theory holds that racism is part of a broader pattern in America and that systematic racism is so prevalent in society, it is woven into laws and affects who gets a job interview, the sort of home loan people are offered, how they are treated by police, and other facets of daily life, large and small. The Florida Education Association asked for the word indoctrinate to be omitted and for other historical events to be added to the language of the rule change, including slavery, the Civil War, and Reconstruction. Indoctrinate was not removed, but the association's proposal did add language regarding the teaching of U.S. history. You're listening to exclusive, exclusive, exclusive. Turn it up. Trying to show you how this goes. Half of these putting hits on all my foes. Don't know control because I'm riding full. Mac and soul ain't coming home because you told. I'm still a booby boy moving on Ruly Boy. Selling records for my life of movie boy. It is your boy, Eric That Boy Media, and this episode was previously recorded. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Please make sure to like, subscribe, and comment on my YouTube channel at That Boy Media TV and Media. Make sure to check me out on Instagram, That Boy Media Productions. Streaming online at www.kgpc969.org.
don't know if they still do the star testing anymore. I haven't had a star test since I was like in seventh grade. If I'm oh, okay. so they must don't do it anymore. But when I was going to school, this was like 10 years ago, we had to do the star testing. I was in the office for something. I can't remember what I was in the office for, but I happened to see the sign that said African-American students, English learner students, and mentally challenged students. And it said, I don't know how it was worded, but it, it pretty much was saying these three groups are the ones that scored the lowest on the, on the star testing. I'm gonna beat your ass. It caught my eye. So I, I had spoke to the principal who was a white woman, which I didn't really care for anyways, because I didn't feel like she was running the school in, in particular. But anyways, I had a conversation with her and I was just like, why did you feel like this was appropriate for you to put this on display for everybody to see? And she mm -hmm. pretty much said that, oh, we're, we're not making fun of people or students. We're trying to bring awareness. I was like, but nobody else of another ethnic group is on this particular. She was like, well, I'm not making fun of the African-American students. I know that they're not dumb, but, you know, I just wanted to bring awareness that, you know, that they perform the lowest. But you're comparing us to English learners yeah. who don't speak English, and you're mm -hmm. comparing us to people who have disabilities as far as learning. And so she was like, well, you know, we're, we're just trying to bring awareness, yada, yada, yada. And I was like, why don't you hire more African-American and Latino teachers? Mm -hmm. Her response was, well, I can't just hire anybody. Not on my watch. Not on my watch. What the hell was that? I was just really like, flabbergasted that that was the response that she had like yeah you said that you can't hire anybody but you're hiring all these white teachers are our, our african-american and, and latino teachers not qualified to be in the same school as these other white teachers that you're hiring and it's been statistically proven kids learn better when they have people that look like them because they can resonate with some of the experiences or whatever the case may be. So when you have a white teacher that's teaching predominantly kids of color, they're not going to be as receptive because there's no true connection to it. Now, I'm not saying that all white teachers are bad. I've had some really great white teachers. Yeah. But what I'm saying is some a little kid that wants to be a superhero, if all he sees or, or she sees, you know, white this and white that, and they don't see a Native American superhero, or they don't see a, his uh, I mean, a Hispanic superhero or a Black superhero, messes with their self-esteem a little bit. Like, people need to see images that reflect what they are. So after that, I was, like, completely mm -hmm. done with her. Like, I was, yeah. I was, I was over her. And it deserved, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I was like, seriously? This is a, this is a, this is exclusive. Exclusive. World premiere. Yeah, I've been in my head out the way I'ma keep me Cause I can't let them be the reason Having conversations with my uncle got me thinking Calling to my angels to get an answer from a demon Yeah, I've been in my head out the way I'ma keep me Cause I can't let them be the reason Having 
conversation with my uncle got me thinking. Calling to my angels to get an answer from a Because, like I said, I want to make sure that I have a degree tied into my name because I feel like that's part of my legacy that I want to leave before I leave this earth. Okay. And then I want to, yeah, I want to pass that on to like my kids, my kids' kids, and all that. So, is having a degree like the most important part to you? No, I feel like the most important part for me is um, definitely like before I leave this earth, I want to make sure that I connect with as many people as I can and just make sure that I leave a lasting impact on some people, no matter if it's small, if it's huge. And I feel like that's something that I haven't like found yet, like the field of work that I want to do. Okay. So that's just something I'm like, pretty much like, I feel like I'm soul searching for in a way. I feel like I made it a goal, like a personal goal for myself. Like mm-hmm. every single day that I wake up, I want to learn something new. Like. Mm-hmm. That's just something for myself. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be something so small, but I want to learn definitely something new, like whether it be a skill for myself, like random fact that I didn't know. That's my goal for every single day as I want to wake up and I want to like learn something new. Like today, you just taught me something new, like with the Sylvia Mendez thing. Yeah, look her up. Like I don't wake up like with a new goal. I think that the ultimate goal for me is that for, for one, I need to start being a little bit more thankful and a little bit more appreciative. Cause there's just days where it's just like, 
you know, <laughs> just waking up and just, you know, like I didn't work all day long the night mm-hmm. before and having to get up and do it all over again. So like, I guess I could be, I, I know I could be a little bit more thankful and a little bit more appreciative of just waking up and just being alive and not having no major medical problems or whatever the case may be. But I think the ultimate goal for me is to just find peace and just find happiness. Not having to wake up and go to these jobs and just be like, why am I here? I just want to do what I, I love, but I know it's gonna take a minute to get to that point because yeah. nothing happens overnight. But just waking up and do what I do and help other people This has been another installment, another episode of Do Rags and Conversations with your boy, Eric That Boy Media. Make sure to check me out on Instagram, That Boy Media Productions, streaming online at www.kgpc969.org.org. Teaser, teaser, and nothing happened. And then he told me I shot him. I shot him. Oh my god! Oh my god! You were focused on what you had done because you had just killed somebody. I'm sorry it happened. Baby, get off my phone. I'm just saying it ain't nothing you can do. She didn't kill people for the first 25 years of her career does not mean that no crime occurred on April 11th. It was a tragedy of her own making. And it's not just a tragedy. It's manslaughter. on his chest um, and call his name and he wasn't answering me how could you recklessly handle it if you don't know you have it and there's no evidence that she knew Dante Wright caused his own death unfortunately everybody makes mistakes nobody's perfect ladies and gentlemen and this lady here made a mistake and my gosh a mistake is not a crime We, the jury, on the charge of manslaughter in the first degree while committing a misdemeanor, find the defendant guilty. The verdict on count two is we, the jury, on the charge of manslaughter in the second degree, culpable negligence on or about April 11, 2021, in Hennepin County, State of Minnesota, find the defendant guilty. Mrs. Wright, you said that your son Dante called you after he had been pulled over by the police. Can you please share with us what you all said to each other? 
He called me and he said, Mom, I've just been pulled over. I said, for what? He said, they said they pulled me over because I had air fresheners hanging in the rearview mirror. I said, okay, we'll take them down. And then he said, um, he said, well, they're also asking for insurance. And I said, well, when the police officer comes back up to the window, um, give him the phone and I can explain and give him all the insurance information. He said, okay. And then um, the police officers came back up to the window and asked Dante to step out of the car. And Dante said, for what? Am I in trouble? And the officer said, we're going to explain that when you step out of the car. So, and they asked him to put the phone down. And I heard the phone getting put down pretty hard, whether it was on the floor. I don't know where he put the phone down. Um, and then I heard scuffling and a, the girl that was with him screaming. And I heard an officer ask for them to hang up the phone, and then I didn't hear anything else. Oh. I tried to call back mm -hmm. three, three, four times, and then um, the girl that was with him answered the phone, and she said that he, they shot him, and he was laying in the driver's seat, unresponsive. And then I heard an officer ask her to hang up the phone again, and then after that, this is the last time I've seen my son. I haven't seen him since. My son was an amazing, loving kid. He had a big heart. He loved basketball. He had a two-year-old son that's not going to be able to play basketball with him. He had sisters and brothers that he loved so much. He was an uncle, a grandson. He had a smile that would light up the room. It was so big and bright. and. He was just, he was amazing, and he's my son, and he's never gonna, he just had his whole life taken away from him. We had our hearts pulled out of our chest. He was my baby. Mr. and Mrs. Wright, thank you for your strength and, and being with us this morning and, and sharing about your son. And again, our hearts go out to you.